with sound. Whew. All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the new Venom film, Venom Let There Be Carnage, directed by Andy Zirkus, starring Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson, Michelle Williams, and Naomi Harris. Um, Carmela, what were your expectations, your preconceived notions, opinions, context about the film Venom Let There Be Carnage? I had no previous knowledge of this franchise. I didn't watch the first movie, but I was also told that it was fine and that I didn't need to really watch it. Um, I like Tom Hardy, though, as an actor. I like fun, you know, movies that aren't associated with the MCU because I'm really interested in seeing how those superhero movies turn out, to be completely honest. So, yeah, Venom was like, just something I definitely went into knowing it'll be probably I didn't like take it super seriously or anything I just like wanted to go in check it out have fun um and yeah I had like not really any expectations other than that and I think I went in with a perfect mindset to be completely honest um but yeah what about you um for me I was kind of excited just because I did watch the first one and the first one was was pretty fun for the most part um i know a lot of people a lot of the reviews and whatever what people said about it was that like they didn't like it necessarily that it was bad but for me i did have a lot of fun with it just watching it i had a lot of fun with the jokes and what they were doing with it um and that doesn't necessarily mean it was a, a good movie it was fine um but i get the reviews for the first one being bad so when i saw that they're making a second one I was just expecting more or less the same as the first one, just having fun. It's not necessarily the best movie out, but, you know, it's still entertaining and fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, so for the second one, like, I'm, I was really excited because, like, Carnage seems like a really cool character to introduce in a superhero sense and, a real, like, a IRL sense, I feel like. So I was kind of excited for that and how I was going to turn out. Um, but, yeah, it was a not... It was, it was a fun, fun film. And with that, before I start going into it even more, um, this is a, a new Venom film, like I said before. So if you haven't watched this movie yet um, and you don't want to be spoiled for yourself, do not listen to this episode. If you do want to spoil it for yourself for a reason, go ahead um, and keep on listening. But this is your spoiler warning. You have been warned. So with that, Carmelo, would you like to give a little synopsis of the film? As Eddie Brock struggles to adjust to his new life as the host of the alien symbiote Venom, serial killer Cletus Cassidy escapes prison and becomes host of a symbiote of his own, Carnage. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, that was so weird. <laughs> like the weird, like, liquidy noises. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, super scary. The noises, we'll talk <laughs> yeah, about that later. <laughs> really scary when we first watched it and when he first made a noise. Like, whoa, that's actually kind of insane. That's actually a pretty good noise and it kind of freaked me out. Um, yeah. But with that plot summary, Carmilla, first of all, did you feel like you missed anything from not watching the first one? And second of all, how did you feel about this movie? You know, spoiler filled, your true opinion about it. What do you think? Um, first of all, 
No, I don't think I missed out on anything from not watching the first movie, actually. And I feel like that was definitely, I think, a smart move on their part in terms of, like, writing this, how they wrote this movie. Um, and also how they, like, marketed the title and, like, just titled it. So they, there's no two after the Venom. It's just Venom and, like, a subtitle. So people aren't obligated to, or feel, won't feel obligated to need to know what happens in the first one to understand this one. Um, and I feel like, yeah, very much so true, speaking as myself as a testimonial <laughs> to that. Um, and second, yeah, I thought this movie was like, I, I loved how completely unhinged it was and how it really embraced how fun and goofy like the premise could be and is really um, this like, you know, alien symbiote is like, has like this really like funny personality to be honest and he's living inside of like you know this human guy just trying to live his life normally um and i'm sure like i guess contextually i might have missed out on like some kind of development there like with the first one but i think that's maybe the most i would miss out on because um this movie definitely like takes it even further of course and it like basically showcases them having like a relationship like I I don't I it doesn't feel like you know gay but I'm, <laughs> I'm not like against it not being that or anything like it's just like just two guys caring about each other a lot needing each other to survive um it really embraced yeah. the san francisco culture to say the least <laughs> i guess <laughs> so put it that yeah. way. <laughs> i mean yeah i'm all for it um but yeah i think the best part of course of this movie was you know the real like eddie's and venom's like relationship and then to me like everything else after that was very much secondary to that i think the parts i enjoyed the most were like you know the parts about them and like not really the outer story which is like it was like fine but obviously like very generic um and then we'll get into like our issues with like the pacing and like the acting slash tone but yeah i want to know as someone who watched the first one who had like all that context what you thought of this movie so yeah since i watched the first one um i definitely like this one better than the first one for sure um but it, it's just funny that you kind of like because even thinking about it now comparing the two like you really didn't need to see the first one like i think <laughs> the only thing that like happened in the first one is like your typical origin story of like a uh, normal man walking the streets of whatever they're from and something happens to them and they become this creature of some sort and i don't even remember what happened how he got that but <laughs> essentially you just missed like on the backstory and then you missed on like the girlfriend or the ex-girlfriend in the second one and how that relationship went in the first one um but to be honest i don't feel i feel like it wasn't that much that you missed out on i don't know um i was gonna try and watch it today but i just fell asleep so <laughs> that's uh my bad but <clears throat> yeah i feel like this sequel was really really great in the fact that like it really took what was good on the first one and really amplified it so with the first one, I think most of the highlights were Brock, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom's relationship, not to mention the sort of comedy that they threw around here and there with the first one. They really amplified it here. Um, and in that sense, too, it almost felt like a, a Marvel movie, you know, how they always kind of play on jokes and kind of push that 
to almost its limit essentially and this is sort of where it went with this movie they they really capitalized on the the goofiness the comedy um the unhinged fun of everything um and not to mention like the the relationship between venom and brock was super amplified in this movie and they had so much fun with creating that and like essentially is centering the whole movie around that and i think it was so fun and smart to do that but at the same time i think that's also a flaw in itself because like with this like fantastic relationship this comedy that was happening between the two um i honestly didn't care about anything else like <laughs> like i yeah. like yeah. with with cletus and the character of carnage i wasn't necessarily interested until he turned into carnage you know um or nor do i care about like that backstory of him or the backstory of his girlfriend or anything like that i was just sort of like well give me more venom and brock i kind of like that more and of course like they had to have the battle they had to have the action which is fun but at the same time i wasn't invested or i wasn't like oh i hope he wins or i hope like there's this like uh turn a new leaf kind of a thing i don't know i was just like so nonchalant about every other character other than brock and venom which i think really (laughs) was probably like one of the biggest flaws was that like they centered it so much that like i just wanted to see that apart from the actual movie um how do you feel about that how do you feel about like the relationship being the vocal point and like how did you feel also about like the character development of cletus and of his girlfriend and others and of those other people yeah i very much agree with um your sentiment because i yeah i definitely felt the same like every time it like went back to not Brock and like it went to someone else's story Cletus's story I was like eh. <laughs> I was like okay kind of like I didn't tune out I was just like oh whatever <laughs> then it went back to Eddie and Venom I'm like okay cool this is fun um yeah like I I'm trying to think of how they possibly could like you know have like an entertaining movie with like a villain and at the same time you know successfully highlight like the best part of this movie which is eddie and venom's relationship um i definitely need time to think about it i'm sure there's a way like they could have like i don't know i don't know if they were trying to parallel like two relationships in the movie but didn't really connect kind of thing you know we have cletus and his gf who are like crazy for each other and then eddie and venom who are like fighting all the time don't want to be around each other um i feel like there was something there like bare bones but i don't think ultimately they didn't come together really um so yeah i think just rewriting some type of aspect of like you know maybe like showcasing these two relationships somehow like in like opposite of each other might have like made this whole movie like more cohesive and like of course like more entertaining for us in terms of like paying attention to other parts of the story like the actual villain quote unquote um because yeah to me the villain in this story was you know their like relationship problems (laughs) it was like like the main conflict for me was like their actual relationship problems and not the actual like guy killing everyone outside or the other symbiote um (laughs) yeah but yeah what about you like do you have any like ideas of how they possibly could have like maybe solved that no idea i kind of get where you're coming from with that sort of like connection of the girlfriend cletus and then brock and venom being a couple um and i also want to talk about like the development of carnage as a character it was like 
I think that's also a big thing that kind of like they missed was having Carnage have be someone else as well, um, and be that personality that Venom was to Brock. I, I think like they're missing that as well because it would have been fun to see those two sides of the coin of like having a relationship like Venom and Brock where they're always fighting, arguing, but they still kind of help each other out. Apart from like maybe having that same relationship with Cletus and Carnage, but like maybe there's one that's power hungry, one that's very selfish, and they don't really care what happens to the other one. Um, not to mention they also like said like oh my god they're not a perfect match so uh, like that sort of line that line could have been a lot more powerful if it were to be like they developed more of that relationship with Carnage and um, Cletus Uh, not to mention like the girlfriend was uh, kind of useless kind of a little bit like it did give this this vehicle to go to certain places and have Cletus feel certain things or have motivation to live and her have motivation to live. Um, but again, I feel like they uh, they missed the mark, especially with that with the girlfriend's character and her power. Like I think that would have been so cool to to use against Cletus, against Venom, or against you know like accidentally killing one or the other and accidentally like weakening them for them to kill somebody. And it, it just felt like uh, a lost. A lost opportunity like i know they they did still play with that's the idea of sound but when your girlfriend's literally your weakness like i feel like that's something that could have been um flushed out and done better and i guess that's just with the character development i think they like spent too much on venom and brock even though that was my favorite like honestly i hope that they should never take that out but if that was the case maybe don't use carnage as the centerpiece of a villain because that's he's a really cool villain and he's a really cool person like in and out of the movies in and out of the comic books like when you mention venom you mention carnage you know like you mentioned that counterpart like even describing carnage is really cool he's red he's scarier he's skinnier he's more toned for some reason um <laughs> like carnage himself is really cool and i think they kind of wasted it on this and i think um it could have been used better in my opinion um in the comics i have like no contacts for like the venom carnage or the symbiote family i know there's like a whole like more of them too um in the comics um are venom and carnage also kind of like do they have that like father son type of like connection or is it like is it one kind of like a copy of another but like mutated or something damn i forgot that they said father and son that was so weird um from my (laughs) i was confused i was like huh yeah i was like what (laughs) that's what you got from this that's (laughs) That's his dad wait what i know what um from my understanding i obviously don't have that much like comic knowledge as well just like some passing knowledge for what i remember and i'm not sure i think carnage is supposed to be like another symbiote on its own not something that was made by venom so like you have venom carnage and you have other symbiotes that are in their own like little tubes like kind of waiting to be used i guess in that sense or like they somehow crash onto earth and be used um i think that's the process i'm not entirely sure comic book fans don't be mad at us if you're listening um (laughs) or correct us in the comments you know let us know educate (laughs) us um but yeah i think it was weird that they did that sort of like father I'm gonna kill you now and that weird that weird idea of it um but yeah i just think that's sort of part of it the development of these other characters were um lackluster i think and using someone like carnage was unfortunate that they used it in this context i actually hope carnage comes back not to mention the way that carnage is made is super lame like the fact that like 
the way that he was made was because Cletus bites Brock and like gets his blood on him and if he forms another symbiote like is it that easy for it to happen for it to be like I was gonna to say like, is that how it works like yeah in the I thought they were like their own thing that's what and I thought they, too like, I thought like I thought like they're somehow, not like mate I don't know yeah it was weird like we like I think the first one too if I can remember correctly like the idea of symbiotes and how they're made was so important like they're that is giant facility headquarters <laughs> like it was very in, like intricate with the idea of the symbiote um and not to mention too like uh the way that they use the symbiote in this one uh, specifically venom was really fun too because they they had that whole like him become like essentially coming out as like somewhat gay yeah. in that part um he was using different people and i think it was nice to see that because it really capitalizes the idea of how much brock and venom are meant to be together and how much of a match they are um and it's just fun to see him like be inside the the store lady the owner of the store like yeah uh, she's talking to to the wife or the ex-girlfriend and being like he was like this and that and he wouldn't apologize for it and like <laughs> it was just funny seeing that and um a funny thing too that they brought back for the second one surprisingly enough they brought back um female venom venom with boobies which is kind of fun i was like oh <laughs> venom with boobies and it was very short um but yeah they sort of just took that onto uh onto this one which was fun but with that Carmela, is there any more flaws or anything that you know that this movie bothered you about apart from like i guess the development and how much they focused on the venom and brock relationship thank you for asking josh so what you have written no problem no problem (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i think for both of us uh the pacing definitely bothered me um And I feel like it definitely had to do with, you know, the subject of, like, whatever that sequence was. So, like, every time it went back to Cletus, it was kind of a lull in, like, the tone of, or, like, the the mood of the movie. You're kind of like, oh, okay. And it's, like, mostly the parts where they're fleshing out, like, his story. They're fleshing out his motivations. Um, And then it goes back to Eddie and Venom, and you're, like, pumped again. And there's, like, more of a rise and like, you know the the pacing and you're like okay things are getting exciting again um yeah so i think definitely pacing in terms of you know it tape it took a dip during like the scenes with like cletus um and then i guess the ending was fine i don't know it was i wasn't upset about it (laughs) it was like definitely entertaining um but yeah and then i guess the another thing that sort of bothered me too was like the tone and the range of like acting um so yeah this movie like kind of like to me it definitely from the start was a little campy so i was like very much ready for like you know very extreme like over acting or like over the top sort of um situations where i can suspend my belief you know um and like that obviously happened with like eddie and venom um and like the way they talk to each other and then like the way eddie it i love how it showed eddie like talking to himself and how others are perceiving that (laughs) they're like is this guy crazy and like i love how they like portrayed that because it shows you like it's like literally like this it's literally this weird and goofy um and i think eddie and venom like that sort of tone of acting 
I think that was the perfect balance of like campiness and seriousness, I guess. Um, and then I think Cletus was like, I, I think you thought, or you said he might've been too serious. I thought he was like kind of acting on a different spectrum of campiness. It was like too much sometimes, like too serious. Like he took it way too seriously, I guess is might've what you meant. Um, and then his girlfriend, the way she was acting, it was like very cartoony, cartoony villain. And it was like this clash of like tones. And then when they all came together in the end, it was like a little weird, but then you're also still like trying to figure out like what was happening in the moment with like carnage and all that. Um, but yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention the detective. Yeah. The detective, like very like grounded, serious role and like tone as opposed to like Eddie and Venom's like very like campy, very much like in tune with like the actual movie. Um, so yeah, a little all over the place. Not enough for me to like not watch this movie again or anything, but definitely something I noticed. Um, but yeah, what did you think about like the pacing and the acting tone? Yeah, uh, totally agree with everything you said pretty much. Um, but the pacing, I, I think was what we're talking about was the Eddie and Venom relationship. I think uh, you had this like beat up kind of fast paced lifestyle that Eddie Brock had of Venom, the constant comedy that was happening with them. And then like all of a sudden you switch to like Cletus, who's like all like somewhat serious and like somewhat dark um, and trying to make, build that backstory as we're watching Eddie and or Venom and Brock. Um, and that sort of like went here and there, especially when they introduced Carnage too. Like it was just like this giant fast paced movement of things. And then they like switched back really, they switched back really fast to like a slow pace, slow um, relationship building with Eddie and Venom. Um, yeah, I just think like, I think we'll talk about it more in the rewriters corner, but Eddie and Venom's relationship was very much the star of this. And I think it stood out so much that like we ignore everything else. And I think that was almost a problem in its own sense, but um yeah so with the pacing and all that like that's sort of where i have my problem with it and then like you said with the acting you have like cletus and um the girlfriend and the detective who are kind of on this serious campy scale um my friend actually every wednesday he goes comic book shopping his name is marcus but he uh he shows me comics that he gets and like little in um panels that he loves and one panel that he showed me from venom was like him referencing like um Mr. Roger, Mr. Roger's Neighborhood. And when I was watching this movie, I kind of got that with um, Cletus and Carnage's character, how they sort of reference pop culture. They sort of reference these old things that aren't really relevant. And they say certain things like, I, it reminded me of that with um, Cletus and Carnage and also some of the girlfriend, because she would make some some quips here and there, but it was quips that like you didn't really understand or like, I was like, that's kind of weird for you to say. You never really like talked like that before. Um, <laughs> But with like Cletus and and Carnage, it was these references to pop culture, but it was so much in a serious sense that it wasn't fun. Like I think when he gets out of um, the jail, I think he sings Bruce Springsteen, and he just like makes his own lyrics, and it was just kind of like, oh, that's cool, he's referencing that, but it was kind of lame because he's like, he talks about <laughs> himself, like, oh, Cletus and Carnage walking, the, like it was this weird, like this this weird like feeling to it, and like you had whenever he had those quips, it was just so deadpan and serious that like. And not to mention, you, you never built that comedic backbone with him. So, like, when you see him try to be funny or, or reference something of, of pop culture and, and when you're trying to have fun with it, it, it doesn't really work out that way because it's just like, oh, you're this serial killer 
crazy person that we really don't like so why am i gonna like why are you trying to relate to me that like i'm gonna let your you know pop culture you know these things yeah like because it's (laughs) because they didn't really develop that part for him that comedic part for him and like it was just weird to see him try and do that um maybe if like it would have been fun to see carnage and cletus do that more often than like pop culture references off the wazoo and and become something of his own character and develop that with himself because when i saw that in the comic that my friend showed me it was really funny to see that and also i was like wow that's really cool that like these anti-heroes villains still have a personality that can be funny i.e eddie and venom and that could have been with cletus too if they were going to do that with that character um but yeah with the detective he was like overly serious he's like he seemed like he was like trying to audition for a saw movie to be a detective and he just got rejected so he's like <laughs> yeah. in this movie like he was I trying totally so hard to be you like <laughs> you know yeah he's like yeah, Brock, you better tell me what you know like you if you know what i know oh, it was man. like this weird serious dark tone detective like it was really weird that like we had this like- person but it was like weirdly bad acting yeah it was i get what you mean by audition (laughs) vibes because i'm like oh my god that's it like because yeah he was so serious (laughs) and pushed him against the wall whoa dude like (laughs) it was so abrupt it was so abrupt because he was like talking normally and all of a sudden like eddie's on eddie's on the wall i was like what the heck that's so random i didn't know you're so you're mad about that i thought you were just talking we didn't know you had a personality (laughs) right now all of a sudden you're the dark cool detective okay yeah, sure. I know. Um, same thing with the girlfriend too um even though they didn't really do anything necessarily like that was important for the writing or for the dialogue or anything like that i feel like she was kind of in the same route she was like almost like a campy henchman in other movies she was kind of <laughs> acting like that in this movie um and just kind of being on the side not necessarily being all that important um but yeah like what you said and like the acting and tone and everything like this definitely was where the flaws started to show and started to show with like the writing and how they executed each character essentially and um i think we'll even talk about it more right here in our little segment called the rewriters corner carmela would you like to start or should i start <laughs> if you have anything to rewrite about this movie um do you have something in mind already if you do, yes. you can go first. I've okay. been developing as we're talking about. Okay, okay. Wow, <laughs> so fast. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, um, mm. Sony, Marvel, Andy Zirkus, if you're listening, you know, take some notes. Um, take some this could be helpful for your next movie. Um, so first things first, right? I think we need oh. to take out the girlfriend. Straight up take oh out the girlfriend. God. She's out of here. Um, maybe use her in a future film because I think it's cool that she's very loud and that's like the symbiote's weakness i think that's cool don't use her here though i think um what we're gonna do here right we're gonna do here cletus is still a serial killer eddie okay. and eddie and venom eddie and venom's relationship's perfect i don't i don't want to change anything about that for the yeah. most part that's gonna be the same but i think it should be more in tune with their relationship and their problems um and them sort of connecting and being in a relationship in that sense um and then so with Cletus and Carnage, <laughs> we're gonna focus more on that. Uh, we're not gonna. Hmm. I still don't know how I'm gonna connect Eddie and Cletus here, but I think Cletus gets the symbiote through okay. some miracle means. I liked the the way that he got it in the first place, where it became like he's about to die, and these chemicals almost like 
excuse me and these chemicals almost help him form it like all the chemicals that was pumped into him i think that was really cool and it'd be cool to see something marriage between the two of like the symbiotes inside of him but like it got activated by him almost dying um I'm still unsure how they're gonna have him and Eddie gonna meet, but I think focusing on that symbiote becoming him and becoming his savior in that sense, especially saving him from the death penalty and him dying altogether, um, I think that would make a better development between the two. And also, since we're gonna be like having fun with Eddie and Venom's relationship, it'd be cool to see Cleus and Carnage have that sort of same relationship of them trying to get along, trying to figure out what they do best, and trying to figure out like what powers they have and what they control and what they can't control um and then have you know those clips that he has of pop culture here and there and and maybe that could play into the fact that like carnage hates that he's like oh shut up with your stupid pop culture things and have that sort of relationship that eddie and venom have but mirror that in the sense of like he's a villain and it's kind of weird that they're together but they seem like they kind of hate each other but also making it work like that weird relationship of like of the scorpion and the frog if i may um of like one has to live for the other and one could kill the other but can't because they need to rely on them um so it'd be cool just to like focus on those two things and i think it'd be cool to see that sort of duality between these two characters and not to mention it'd be an interesting more interesting fight to see like them trying to reconnect with their partner in that sense them trying to figure out what they can do what they can't do what they could do to like stop them and help them and 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 plan together and fight together um and that line of like oh they're not a perfect match would hurt and sting even more and and have more of a gut punch of like oh my god they're perfect for each other eddie and venom oh my god <laughs> um and that's ultimately how like they kill them um i still don't know how we're gonna you know connect to eddie and cletus maybe that like detective aspect of it still is there but I, I hope it would become something that was more major because in the film, it was kind of just like he finds a body. Good job. Yeah. Cletus is like, dead. It was very much like really fast. Yeah. yeah, it was really it was like a brush off of like, yep, he did that. He's cool now. Like it was almost like a small thing to like blow up and make him look like a hero in the aspect. Um, so it'd be cool too just to see like not only that body being found, but maybe more bodies being found and. Um, since we're trying to look for a connection with Eddie and Cletus, maybe that could be a reoccurring thing of Eddie always going back to him and then figuring out, figuring out and then finding a body, Eddie going back to him, talking, find, you know, evidence, find a body. And in that sense too, um, they could also talk about their symbiotes together. Like maybe like Cletus has mentioned some things that like Eddie first witnesses in the first film of when he first got the symbiote. So they somewhat have this connection and they're almost like feeding off each other with information. Um, Eddie gets information from him from the bodies. Cletus gets information from him with the symbiote and how to control it. And that also could play into how he survives and not dies because the symbiote within him makes him survive. Um, but yeah, I think the focus of my rewrite is mainly putting more effort in these two characters. Because again, Carnage is really, really cool. I think a lot of people were excited to see that, excited to see this character be used, but kind of short-sighted in the aspect. We both loved Eddie and Venom's relationship in the first film and in this film so i think just focusing on those two and you can even bring, bring back the ex-girlfriend and the future husband of her in that as well and still help them out as well too but yeah i think the main focus here is is trying to have that duality between the two and 
almost like a yin and yang of like each relationship and how they are able to work together if not together then die together essentially um <laughs> but yeah that is my rewrite thank you for coming to my ted talk um <laughs> carmela how do you feel about my rewrite <laughs> and also do you have your own rewrite of how the film should go um yeah i like your rewrite it's definitely like it's more focused it's like less fuss less characters to like worry about i guess um but most of all yeah it like definitely focuses more so on like the development of the characters and their relationships to each other um because i thought cletus himself could be like an interesting villain even though you know he kind of gave me like joker vibes in a sense where he's just like this crazy serial killer who just like kills to kill because but also he's like traumatized has a trauma traumatic past and all that um but still you know could have been like interesting um and then like you know he's like paired up with this like crazy symbiote only amplifies like the threat that he becomes um and like during your rewrite, I just like when you were describing like the detective aspect, um, I just realized how like that took such a backseat, like that aspect of Eddie, his character <laughs> takes such a backseat in these movies. I don't I don't know about the first movie. I don't know how much that played into his character, but I definitely forgot he was a detective like or he's a journalist right he's like or a, something yeah like a journalist detective journalist kind of a thing he wasn't like yeah it was weird that his character took a backseat with that like his occupation <laughs> that he yeah. like gained re- reputation whatever but it was really weird that they just like all right focus on venom now <laughs> yeah like i don't like I like that your rewrite focuses on his actual occupation because you do forget that in the movie because like you said like they fast forward it in like the first act basically just to get carnage happening by like the middle um so yeah I like that it's more so of a dual buddy buddy movie (laughs) mixed in with detective vibes and hopefully that like you know fleshes out all of the motivations by the end and all the relationships so that by that part like you said where it's like oh they just needed to figure out that they needed each other all along and then they'll work together moment um feels more impacting for sure the lesson wasn't the destination it was the friends we made along the way you know exactly that's how you gotta go sometimes (laughs) (laughs) um i guess for my rear i mean i feel like our rewrites will be kind of similar because there's really only a few oh, ways so we can go with me. this you're copying me is what you're saying uh, so right. i copied sorry plagiarism is what they call it is what people call it. Plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> um i basically in my head i feel like i would just delete cletus and his girlfriend altogether. <laughs> you're gonna take out the main villain like <laughs> How yeah, because okay, okay so no, because I, the I main villain. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Because <laughs> I think the main villain is going to be Carnage. It's going to be Venom and Carnage fighting to be in Eddie's body and controlling him. Well, not Venom, obviously. So I feel like you know that has a chance to really highlight like just Carnage as a character. Okay, hear me out. So in the beginning of the movie, Eddie and Venom, they're having relationship problems. 
Eddie's like, I don't need you. Venom's like, you need me. You don't appreciate me. And then they break up. And then Carnage appears somehow. I don't know how, but he shows up and he's like, yo, Eddie, (laughs) I could be everything you need me to be. (laughs) And he basically somehow helps i don't know i didn't flush this out but i think carnage should somehow manipulate eddie into thinking he can like you know make his life better he can like give him that normal life he wants but also make him powerful somehow and progress his career um you know do all these things but obviously carnage has like his own motivations to like you know probably just kill random people suppress eddie as eddie's like you know consciousness and then like completely take over his body so like i think throughout the movie he'll be manipulated and then venom will be at that state where he's like you know still contemplating on like the relationship somehow have an aha moment where he figures out he needs to help eddie and that he's in danger and i think by the end like we could have this like very cool like scene where venom is like trying to take over eddie's body and carnage is like fighting for it too and they're all like slipping in and out of like his body and he's like this like really gruesome like body like horror kind of thing could happen and then like he's like being ripped apart almost but not quite and then like i think carnage could like once venom completely like um takes over eddie and they like completely reconcile and he becomes like full eddie venom i feel like carnage could like you know just utilize civilians at that point and then the threat would be like on the outside world and he's like oh i gotta like fucking save all these people carnage is trying to like use to like kill me and so i feel like you know that battle happens and then they both learn their lesson they defeat carnage carnage like slinks away somewhere in the sewers he he will be back you know but like eddie and venom like successfully like get back together they're in a relationship and they're super gay and happy on a beach and then the multiverse happens and then we'll get into that later but what do you think <laughs> they're official on facebook now um <laughs> no that's a very interesting area i like what you want with that you didn't copy my homework by the way i don't know why you said that it was very much different um but i like how it's like this love triangle of the three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and for this one i like in my head i'd hope this movie's rated r because it'd be cool to see that um Dude, yeah, like- that body horror with eddie venom and carnage i'm not sure the logistics of carnage i don't think like i don't know anything. i think like they need to survive <laughs> off of like a host like so venom would need to be going off host like like in the movie um but yeah that'd be really cool actually i that's cool that you sort of deleted Cletus, who is actually very important <laughs> in the comics, I guess that's fine. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's like he's he is Carnage. Like he's literally Carnage. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. he's like, he's like main, his like main body guy. Yeah, he's the main host of Carnage, if, if I'm see. not mistaken. Um, uh, but yeah, that's really cool. And I think yeah, I'm cool. Like I'm seeing it as well. Like if he does use civilians, he could like spread his symbiote to like different civilians. Oh, so like yeah. it'd be and like like. Sh- like like th- like five yeah carnages. like an army of carnages <laughs> yeah, yeah. like but they're not as strong so like he they're still able to like beat them up and hopefully like venom somehow still keeps the humans alive or like that's the challenge of it um which should be fun to see <laughs> it's funny that you at the end they're this happy couple and they're <laughs> out of the beach um that's a good one. i like that where you're at wow that's a pretty good one too i think that that could work especially it's gonna focus more on eddie's relationship with the symbiotes and have that like manipulativeness of carnage being like oh i can give what you want like 
I, I can listen to your problems. Um, I'm, I'm better than my father. <laughs> I'm a listener, not a dog. <laughs> I'm not like know. other boys. <laughs> I'm carnage. <laughs> and things like that. That's really cool. I like that. That's really fun oh, to talk about. Um, and sort of what you almost spilled the beans on and what, we should, <laughs> what we're going to talk about next Oopsie. is that banger of an end credit scene of um, Venom finally being in the MCU. We finally get to see that like um, meet up and realization of Venom and Spider Man, and Venom being aware of that he's alive. Um, and I love the idea of him like kind of jumping dimensions, and that sort of universe is being, you know, um, disconnected, and like the fact that he just teleports somewhere and you're like, oh, where am I? Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. That was cool to see. Um, but what I want to ask you is how did you feel about that? But also how do you feel about Venom being in the overall picture in the MCU? Like how do you think that character could fit in, in the MCU and how would it would benefit in that nature? I was so stoked at that, like end credits ending. I I felt like a kid again where I like did not, I should have expected it, but I legit did not expect that connection. Um, so when it happened and you had that realization, it was like really fun to experience that with the crowd again, I think. Um, something that hadn't happened in a very long time. And yeah, really excited just to see how Venom, the character and Eddie, like just getting like, I, I'm wondering if they'll keep the campiness, the goofiness, keep it in the MCU. Cause like they're very different tones. So I'm like, I don't know how they're gonna mix together. Like, is it gonna feel weird? Is is Venom Eddie Eddie Venom gonna like subscribe to the MCU humor, which is more so like witty and quippy as opposed to being like goofy and campy? Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting um, just to see how that works for sure. But I am excited overall. Um, but yeah, are you like more so? nervous about that mixture or more excited about it um ah i'm in the middle as well because like i think this is a matchup that everyone's been waiting for like honestly like everyone's like i can't wait until this happens i can't wait i can't wait and i think the first time when we figured out that like marvel's essentially like renting out these characters from sony everyone's like oh yeah venom's definitely in the universe so i can't wait blah 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 <laughs> Um, and like you said too, when we when I saw this end credit scene, I felt something with uh, a Marvel movie that I haven't felt in a while, which is like general giddiness and excitement. I think this is like a banger of a credit scene since I don't know when. Like I feel like this is so good that like it made me hopeful for these sort of movies again, especially us not being the biggest fans of them. I was just like, oh my god! Like now I'm actually sad <laughs> for this. Like that's so cr- that's so sick, and the way they like how Venom sort of, like, licked the screen and, and yeah. played with that of, like, how he sort of want to eat eats him. I think he does that in the comics, too. Um, but as regards of him mix, mixing with the MCU, it is very interesting because, like, I know there are so many sides of a comic book series, especially when it comes to S- Spider-Man and Venom. Like, I know there's some comics where they're, like, reoccurring bad guys, which would be cool to see, just to see them battle endlessly and just keep battling each <laughs> other. I think there's one where they actually team up, they become friends kind of, and they just sort of like, you know, mention each other on the street. They like say, what's up? Like, oh, hey, Eddie. But still have like this disdain against each other. Yeah. Um, and not to mention too, like if if they play their cards awfully, 
they could totally waste Venom off and kill him off. So I think I'm just very scared of how they're going to use him and how, um, and I hope he becomes more of a recurring character because he's a really fun anti-hero. And I think we don't really have that with that Marvel universe. Not that I know of, there isn't like a fun anti-hero apart from like Deadpool kind of, but Deadpool's more on the good side. Um, but Venom kind of plays the anti-hero slash Venom too, if they need to be. Um, and I just hope like they don't waste him, his character off just cause he's really fun. Like the idea of Venom and being in movies and stuff is really fun as well. Like I do love, I do love the series. Like I love seeing how they play off Venom and Eddie and how, um, Venom plays off in the screens and seeing that, that sort of dynamic between the two, um, play off each other. And I really don't, I really hope they like keep him there and they don't like make it a big battle where he dies at the end or whatever. I just hope they play their cards right as regards to Venom because, Especially with Spider-Man too. Spider-Man is a, I think in my eyes, like a franchise that could be everlasting. Like they really don't need to kill off Peter Parker or Spider-Man. Or if they do kill off Peter Parker, they switch another Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man is, has a special place in so many people's hearts that like they should never, ever stop that series, that movie series at all. Because so many people's favorite hero is Spider-Man. And, and I think, honestly, I think a reason why it's so many, it's a special place in so many people's hearts is because like it was the first like, superhero movie in a sense like it introduced this like wildly known character that we know but introduced it in this aspect which is film and and how it plays out for that character so i think when it comes to spider-man it's i hope they keep spider-man forever um and and if they do play with venom it'd be cool to see that back and forth that reoccurring nature that venom has in the comics with the movies um but yeah i'm, I'm excited i just hope they play it right um and i know it's weird with all this sort of royalties and estates and stuff like that with Marvel and them suing like the Stan Lee estate or the, the Steve Ditko estate. I don't know what's going on with that, but so many, so much drama is happening when it comes to the licensing issues, especially when it came to like Sony and Marvel and how that played out. It's just like so much drama is happening on that end. I hope they figure it out properly. Um, I doubt it. It will be proper. I, I'm pretty sure it's just going to be Marvel winning like always disney winning the overlords over there um but yeah as regards to like venom's future do you want to see more sequels of venom and if the opportunity arises would you want to see a new actor play with venom or would you want to just keep it with tom hardy and eddie brock hmm um yes to venom sequels (laughs) of course um just because I really don't know where they'd go with it. Um, I guess the only path now is the MCU path at this point. But um, yeah, just very curious to subscribe to this Venom franchise without Spider-Man, maybe. Um, New actor. Honestly, I was thinking about this after we watched it. I think Tom Hardy really loves playing Eddie Brock slash Venom. Did you know he voices Venom? Oh really? He does? Yeah. So I, didn't know that. I think that's fun. He is like one hundred percent dedicated to this role, and he also has um, writing credit for this um, sequel. So he was heavily involved with like writing the story, and I could just tell like he loves playing this character. So I and like because of that, I feel like the passion on screen and like the you know he's really fleshing out this chemistry. So to me, like I don't want to see someone like play venom other than tom hardy because i can tell he loves like playing this role and i see the passion 
but also I would be curious to see someone else go at it with this type of dynamic. Um, trying to think of some other random actor. I don't know, man. <laughs> Can't think of anyone right now. But I, yeah, I feel like for the most part, I, I enjoy watching Tom Hardy play this role. Um, but yeah, what about you? That's interesting. I didn't know he had so much passion for it. I didn't know he liked it so much. Um, plus, Tom Hardy is like, thinking about it too, Tom Hardy is a pretty big actor, and I think it's cool that he's still doing this movie. Um, but if he really does love it, like if he really is like committed to it, I hope it becomes another Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn situation. And Ooh. like it becomes something that he's so passionate about that he becomes him. I think that's so fun to see. And I think with Mar what Margot Robbie's doing with Harley is like so perfect. I love it so much mm -hmm. that I hope it becomes something with Venom just so we could have another anti-hero slash superhero slash MCU character that we like uh, we that we always love and be always rely on that'd be cool to see um so yeah tom hardy if you're listening you're probably not but you know put some more effort some more oomph passion put some, in more, it, you know? put some more effort. <laughs> commit a little more you know what i'm saying um but yeah as regards to sequels i love seeing venom i do hope to see him in the future he's like one of the coolest people on i feel like in the marvel universe in my eyes like he's like the anti-hero to one of the biggest superheroes spider-man it was cool and it's cool to see that relationship and that sort of character be fleshed out in these movies so in the sequels i do hope there's more sequels um if there's another actor out there that wants to play um eddie brock or whatever the host of venom that'd be cool too but if eddie if tom hardy's like super super into it and he's very passionate about it i want him to go all the way i'm gonna margot robbie it um <laughs> but if there's any other actors i want to play I, that'd be fun too it'd be cool to see like a female venom i don't know Fe venom with boobies was always fun so um you know it's cool to see that <laughs> so i guess with that too um for a little last question a little fun question carmella <laughs> if you know, had an alien symbiote invade your body what color would it be and what would per its personality be for you uh, okay okay <laughs> why are you dreading this is your question why are you i know this? i didn't want to go first i wasn't ready um okay so <laughs> In theory, your alien symbiote would be someone that is compatible with you, right? Someone who is your opposite, but your match, right? Okay. Uh. But then, like, every relationship is different, you know? Like, some couples yeah. can be, like, very similar and be a match, but some couples are complete opposites and match. Some are in between. Oh, man. Yeah, so I feel like whatever personality you choose, it's still, like, not perfect, you know? Like, right, there's still right. problems that could be there. So you got to really think about it, you know? You got to really, so you you gotta gotta really think, think about, about of, like, what, what this is going to be, you know? It's an alien symbiote. <laughs> you got to live with it forever, you know? Uh, okay. Oh, my God. I'm essentially choosing the personality of a partner that would live inside of my body and control me sometimes. Um... Or you Who can malignant it in. Ooh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Ew, absorb it into my skull. <laughs> <I know. laughs> get in there, get in there, get in there. Um, I guess I would definitely love to have an alien symbiote be someone who is as funny, if not funnier than me. And maybe, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... I don't know, just like maybe I think I'd love to have just like a friend relationship with them, not necessarily like like a 
like a romantic relationship, I guess, like a maybe like a best friend relationship type of thing where I like rely on them in that sense. And they're like the person I go or the alien that I go to when I'm having like difficult times or something that I talk to. Um, I don't know. So like, I don't know. That's like the best I can do to describe that personality. But like, what color would it be though? Oh my god. <laughs> what color? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I would definitely go for like <sighs> trying to think. Maybe like like I feel like a green could be cool, but it 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 would be like looking like green goblin-y. Kinda. I was gonna say it looks like it would look like slime, like Nickelodeon it looked, slime. It looked kinda gross, but I feel like it could look cool potentially like like snake like like think like serpent like deep emerald green type of green like dark green that's what i kind of want the vibes to be like you look like toxic sludge then Ugh, gross yeah you look like an oil <laughs> spill <laughs> like a fucking like oil spill. Oil, don't even joke with, there was just an oil i know spill. there is one. that's what i'm saying that there is a very serious what's going on pretty close to us actually like in the oc i guess Sorry, like I guess very classic i know this <laughs> It's actually pretty close, not far from here. <laughs> it's actually a very serious matter. Why aren't you, you guys talking it about it? Right now? <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I'd go for like a dark green, classic, like maybe alien vibes too. Um, but yeah, and a best friend. I want a best friend. I want a best friend alien symbiote. And their name would be... I have no idea. I can't think of anything great right now. <laughs> like, what you should think of a name, though. You should definitely uh, think of a name. Your best name. It has to be like cool, like Venom. Yeah, it's some Carnage. Because you, you got like Venom. <laughs> yeah, you got Venom Carnage. Those are really cool. Uh, Those are, like really match the idea of a symbiote, you know? So if you if you want time to think, I could say mine. Or if you do, you have a name, name already? My God. I don't have a name. I don't have a name. But if you oh, need time, God, I'm okay. saying like, if you need help, you know, I could okay, just start okay. saying mine. Okay, yeah, start saying yours. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So I'll start with the personality, you know. I think that's very important when it comes to the symbiotes. Like, it really makes the movie. So, hmm. It was very hard to think about this because, like, <laughs> like, oh, I want someone the opposite of me. It's like, no, I really don't want that. Um, I kind of <laughs> yeah. want someone that's almost like me, like a replication of my personality, but more reserved, more professional and smart almost like a guru but he knows his place he knows like oh yeah josh is the man around here i'm just like his homie kind of a thing so he's like this this mentor this level-headed mentor that still enjoys my comedy you know i could tell jokes to him see if they hit or miss you know play around with it you know um but yeah he'd be more reserved i think it'd be cool to have um someone who's more level-headed than me so like if i had this idea or this 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 problem i could talk to him about it. he'd be like oh yeah you know you're not really thinking about this, you know, with a level head. I think you're going crazy a little bit. I think you need to slow down and then da, 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 and solve my problems in that sense. Um, so a very smart one, a very smart symbiote, very reserved, but still, you know, could have fun. You can have fun. You gotta have one that's fun. Um, <laughs> as regards to the wait, wait, wait. I have a question about your relationship. Or okay, would you be on, like, okay. would it would it be more like Eddie and Brock, or is it more so like like a friendship, or is it like? like an older type of person like you look up to them kind of thing and they're like because they're wiser or is it like you're on equal grounds kind of thing 
more or less on equal grounds and somewhat of a friendship. I don't want to be like controlling at some point where he's like, oh, I'm definitely smarter than you, so I'm going to control you. So it's be more like a equal stance and like homie kind of a thing. Would never want to be overrun okay. by my own body, you know? Like Eddie and Eddie and Venom's like Venom, I feel like had a lot more hand in it. Like he was more right, commanding yeah. in it. Um, and I don't want that to happen. I want it to be like an equal thing, but he still like lashes out sometimes because obviously he's a symbiote. I can't control him. It's my bestie. Um, <laughs> he's my bestie. <laughs> he's my bestie. Uh, <laughs> it's my best friend. Um, but yeah, that's sort of where I want to be with it. Um, that's very safe. I know it's a very safe answer, but you know, it's you okay. gotta look out for your body. It tells me a lot yourself. about what oh. you're looking for tells me in your in life. What? In your life right now, it tells <laughs> it me does. you want. <laughs> You want a mentor. You want oh another homie. A mentor <laughs> who is smart. <laughs> wow, very telling. Wow. Oof. Yeah, I know. This I was actually a personality my... test. <laughs> I know, I know. You're actually an NFT. Um, NFT. An NFT. I know. I know what I said. <laughs> INFT, whatever you call it. Um, That's not. <laughs> Oh, that's You're actually so a non-fungible token. Fungible token. As for the color, I was having a lot of fun with it, so it's hard for me to like think about what color I want. Like, okay. I could go with like the the classic black. Um, right. It'd be cool to have like a dark blue, um, but also it'd be fun to have like a bright teal blue with like a oh, uh, like with the opacity at, at like fifty percent. So you still have like like a that, baby blue. Like a baby yes, sky blue? Like a, oh, okay. Yes, like a baby blue, but not as loud. Um, I was also thinking of like a, a pink, almost like carnage, but brighter. Um, honestly, the colors go on. It's really fun to think about because it's like essentially <laughs> your own you're, venom. You're, na- you're naming like, well, what if it's like one that can change colors? It's like um, camouflage or something. I don't know if I like that. You don't like that. Nah, I don't like. <laughs> you that. don't want all of the colors. It changes. It changes colors in the sunlight. Which, the way you not look like at it. that. Like, like he's camouflage. Like he could he turn just, in a different color, depending yeah. on whatever. Uh, it's almost oh, like, like another, another superpower. I feel like. Yeah, kind you, of can, you can bit. do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever it wants. Did you think of a name, by the way? So I could think of my name while you think. While, you think <laughs> while I think of my name. <laughs> We're just going to sit in silence for exactly, five minutes exactly. and think of a name. Um, I, I really couldn't think of a good one, like, to be completely honest. Because, like, Venom is, like, a noun, right? And then Carnage, what is that? A pronoun? <laughs> what kind of word is that? Because <laughs> they're not like verbs. It's like not an adjective. I like the semantics. Like, oh, it's a noun. That one's like a pronoun. You can't use verbs or adverbs or adjectives. Because I was... Um. <laughs> tried going backwards. I was like, what is a cool sounding noun that describes something like gross but epic like venom like i know i don't know I was, and then i started thinking about parts of a snake i was like fangs and i was like no rattler uh, poison uh, snake skin uh. um so in conclusion i did not think of the names i th- actually think i have a name i have two presidential names Okay. One kind of has to play off like what color I choose. The other one I think is pretty good. So my first one, 
it would be silk that'd be cool call him silk kind of kind of a thing okay it, it, but my I venom like, would have to be like a whitish gray you know i'd have to change up the color yeah. um my favorite one though seems kind of fun um slick slick sounds fun slick is fun i like slick that. is fun it's also know? like a cute nickname sounding name but also but it sounds not. like a it's cool like guy like he's sounds like a guy with a pomodoro that keeps combing it you know pompadour he sounds yeah. like like a playboy like he oh, goes yeah. gets around the fawns maybe like a fawns type. he doesn't sound like your ven- your symbiote's personality though like it doesn't match that Ooh, name slick that is true i was thinking of slick or guru but guru might be too on the head like a little too on the yeah he would get he would get power hungry you know he'd like oh you call me <laughs> he guru would get he power hungry me. because and of he would his be name. like oh yeah i control your body and stuff like that it's hard thinking think, of we'll a cool name i know <laughs> it is <laughs> it's wow. hard Stan but Lee, it's okay. Steve Ditko, you guys are smart people, RIP. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have a name? You're, you're going to end I up don't have no a name. name. You can't like, like, just anything. throw a noun? A okay, cool what noun, about, you know? I, I can only think of a verb, slither, but it's kind of like gross. <laughs> Is it too <laughs> gross? Like, I don't know. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Loki, that's kind of tight. Slither, I like slither. But it always, it's, also, could it's be very cool. snaky though. Like I think of snakes. No, the, I think those of were like the snails. those were the vibes. I mean, venom is snaky. Hmm. Hmm. Snaky, snaky. Oh man. Because mine is like dark green. I was trying to go for That's it. Maybe true. mine has scales. To be honest, That's just true. to go with all the snake vibes. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like no, that's dumb. I was gonna say like snake eyes or something, but I feel like that's too on the head. And well, that's snake already, eyes is already that's a GI Joe character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sticking with Slither. Okay, fine. We'll, all right, we'll all right, there you go. Slither. I'm locking right. that in. We'll move on <laughs> to your Guru Megamind. Guru. For- <laughs> <laughs> His name is Slick. Okay, it's Slick. His He's name a cool guy. is Brains. He, His name he is- carries a comb everywhere he goes. You know. Okay. His, His name, name is Brain. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> oh His man. His name is Membrane. And I guess before Carmelo <laughs> thinks of more. <laughs> outrageous names for my symbiote you're not um, gonna okay it's fine <laughs> it's i'll think of it later this has been our episode on the new venom movie venom let there be carnage um thank you all for listening i really hope there's more sequels with venom i think being that he's like directly related to uh, spider-man in the comics and all like that i feel like venom is a very good character i hope tom hardy still loves it later on in life and becomes <laughs> more passionate and becomes a margot robbie to it essentially um but yeah, fun, fun movie. Definitely better than the first, in my opinion. And it was fun to see where this, this character goes. And I hope it gets even better, especially with him being in the MCU. But with that, thank you all for listening, everybody. My name is Josh Landicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmela, and you can follow me at Catmela O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that helps out a lot. Um, we see you out there, the people that comment on our episodes, that comment on our Instagram. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for helping us out. And we also have a little program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount, only for able to, of course. That helps out a lot as well. But with that, thank you for listening, everybody. And keep on watching for your own alien symbiote what are you gonna name it what color should it be you know what personality would it you know match you be the opposite who knows 
that's just the fun of how you know alien symbiotes and and things that have out of the world and yeah (laughs) (laughs) why were why were you like selling it we're like bitchy we're like bitchy I know (laughs) would you like to make three figures from home with your symbiote (laughs) collect them all (laughs) fight I had to fall so many